to the ether. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. This is a space hosted by Crosschain Capital. It is the Crosschain Capital Community Call. Let's take a listen. All right, you can speak, Roman. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's up? Uh, so uh, I missed the beginning of this call, but you guys speak about marketing at all and like what type of marketing you guys are going to be doing in the future or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I forgot to talk about that. Um, so regarding marketing plans, uh, like we described uh, or last week, um, so we actually so we added something to our Instagram today, which was basically like a how to buy guide and how to add Avalanche to MetaMask. And so like that was some of the content that we wanted to get out of the way before we started marketing, um, because when we initially launched, we had a lot of questions regarding how to buy where like people didn't know how to use Trader Joe or they didn't know how to migrate funds to MetaMask at all um, or to Avalanche. So now we've added that and then we have the video coming as well. Um, but basically like pretty much like over the next week we're going to be starting marketing. Um, we've already hired some guy to like start putting up like Twitter um, Reddit posts, and then also we're looking into like Brave browser ads, um, you know, like deck screener ads. So we have like quotes for all of this stuff um, now. But yeah, we were just waiting to get those things out of the way before starting marketing. And then the other consideration, obviously, is like the market has been shit, so we didn't want to drop like tens of thousands of dollars on it, like while everyone was like bearish. So yeah. Now that makes sense. Um, and then and then uh, you guys are keeping it confidential, like the project that you guys are investing in the future at, at this time. Or yeah. So basically, like there's a couple projects we've talked to on different chains. Some of them are on Ethereum. Some of them are on Phantom. Um, and then there's like other projects where, you know, like we'll be using their products pretty soon. We're just waiting for them to complete it. Um, but so, you know, like we're in constant communication with them. Uh, we have a call in two days with another team, um, that's interested in like adding CCC. Um, so yeah, like right now, those are just like all conversations. We don't have like an exact timeline for you know when that's gonna happen. You're talking about like a deck um, or something like that, or talking about what? Sorry. You're talking about like exchanges to add uh, the coin to their exchange, or? Uh, no, not not exchanges. Um, we're talking to, for example, like uh, there's other own forks we've talked to, lending protocols that we've talked to. Okay. Um, the one that we that we're looking into personally, although we're not in contact with their team, is so. For example, we want to bridge uh, CCC onto as many trains as possible, and so we've already started looking into developing our own bridge. Um, we have a developer working on it right now, and then. 
The other thing is OKLG, or um, if you guys know Moontography, yeah. they have been saying that they're going to release um, their own bridge and like atomic swap for basically every chain imaginable. Um, so we're looking into that because that would simplify things for us tremendously and for a lot of other projects. Um, and like we don't mind paying for something like that as long as it like you know is safe and works well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we're looking into getting onto that ASAP if it releases like in the next few weeks to a month. Otherwise, like we'll release our own bridge probably like by January if not like early February. Um, yeah. And then uh, any like influencers you guys are looking into like YouTube or, or um. So we haven't looked on YouTube yet, but that is a good thing to start looking into. Um, I've reached out to like some of them on YouTube actually, and um, I don't know. I'm not really sure if there's like a better way of contacting them where more likely to get a response. Yeah. We have had people who yeah. made like you know YouTube videos. We have Scrooge who's been supporting us a lot. Um, you know, like Link Adam as well. So we do have like some pretty large influencers like watching the project. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we're willing to work with whoever as long as they're not trying to just like extract, you know, like money from us basically. No, but, yeah. Important. All right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there was another guy who wanted to speak, but, uh, your request is gone now. So, um, yeah, it's open for whoever wants to speak. You're just going to make a request. Hey. Uh, so you're added as a speaker. Oh, and then um, one second. I'm just gonna add the rest of these guys, and I guess you guys will just like have to wait your turn to speak. But uh, yeah, you can go first. Sure, thanks. Um, I was just wondering: is uh, CCC trans? <clears throat> excuse me, transitions more to a DAO-like structure. Will the rules for yeah. governance kind of be um, formalized? I know right now there's the Discord with the. Uh, minimum $100 holding to sort of be a part of those conversations. But do you guys have any ideas right. of how you're going to develop governance? Yeah. So like we're personally interested in using like, you know, a delegate system um, just because we think it's a lot more efficient when you have people like voting on like every little decision, it's extremely slow and just like ineffective. Um, so Ideally, what we'll be doing is like using a delegate system. So essentially, like trust, you know, like trusted people in the community, um, people with like particular skills will manage like different aspects of the DAO. Um, they'll be the ones to like carry out proposals and so on. Um, so I don't see us like eliminating the ability for anyone to make a proposal, but the execution is definitely going to come down to like the delegates and they're going to have like the final say in it. Um, and then, yeah, with the with snapshot right now, so you need like a minimum balance of CCC in order to make a proposal and vote. And then to be part of the Discord, you need um, a hundred dollars worth of CCC to vote. Which yesterday, when it was implemented, I guess was let me see how much. Um, oh, I guess it was eight million uh, CCC, and now it's like. Um, a little bit, you know, like less than that, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be changed frequently, but regarding governance and like the, when we plan on like implementing that. 
So like Gnosis just launched on Avalanche, which is really good news because now that means, you know, we have like a decent multi-sig that we can actually use for our project. Um, so that was great when I heard that today. Um, the other side of it is like right now, I think like the community is way too young and we don't have, you know, like, um, I guess like a core following yet, or even one that's like mature enough. Uh, or knowledgeable enough to like really implement governance. And so like that's the concern is when we're getting proposals, you know, like about, I don't fucking know, like investing in like some DGEN product or something, like that's absolutely out of the question for the team. Like that's just not going to happen. That's not what we want our project to be about. Um, but like as it progresses and as the community grows, like that definitely is a priority to, um, you know, like expand further on governance. So, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Um, have you ever, and this is more just spitballing, just because I listened to an interview yesterday with the uh, founder of Numerai, uh, okay. a hedge fund who essentially what they do is they crowdsource um, data scientist models to mm, okay. um, essentially stake, I think they use Ethereum, and essentially it, these people put skin in the game. So they, they have something to, um, you know, essentially bet on when they're submitting their models. His is there any idea of incentivizing people to vote a certain way or would different yeah. amounts of holders have different some amounts of influence or something in the delegate system? Or is it just solely based on the like expert delegates? Yeah. So I think that's a conversation that is going to be like, you know, like relatively complex and that we're going to have to like consider as a community and find out what's most fair. Um, I think there's like, for example, um, I mean, YFI, for example, which I, I guess act, is literally farming as a service. It's like industrialized yield farming. Um, but like, for example, they essentially like pay developers to develop strategies for them. And then it's like back tested to ensure that it works. Um, but they have like specific team that deals with that, for instance. So it's not like something that's like voted on by the community it's like they have people with expertise that manage that and that you know like they're just assumed that they're going to do it well um so i mean like a delegation system isn't 100 percent perfect but i think it's like the closest we can get to like being efficient executing decisions quickly um you know and like also like ensuring safety because like full governance doesn't necessarily like it doesn't necessarily like guarantee like the security of the treasury or the management uh, of it either. So, yeah. Oh, great. Thanks uh, yeah. for speaking to all that. Yeah. Um, all right. Simple. So uh, your turn. Uh, hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, so this is like, this is more of a curiosity question. Maybe not terribly important, but I did notice that you uh, it sounds like you're using your real voice. I know you used the voice changer last time, and you seemed pretty adamant about not doxing yeah. yourself in the past. And again, it's just a curiosity. I'm I'm wondering if that is indicative, if anything has changed for your all's approach, or if you are considering moving towards something more transparent for the team. And um, I guess it does come out of like wanting to be more transparent, um, because the concern for us is like you know, what we're doing in this space right now. And like Daniel, for example, with uh, Wonderland, Abracadabra, all of that, 
Um, we're talking about similar ideas, but it's like our team, his team, I'm sure is like spread, you know, like around different parts of the world. And so like the regulatory concerns are going to vary for each of the people on the team. Um, and so like, that's why we're trying to be careful essentially is like, we don't want to have this like be shut down. We don't want to get sued. And I know there's a lot of people in the space who like will dox, for example, like people making meme coins. And I like, for me personally, I'm like, that's absolutely fucking ridiculous because if they decide next year that like all of this is illegal um, or it's considered a security, whatever, like those people are absolutely fucked. So that's like where, you know, like, I guess why we're hesitant to dox. Um, I don't think we'll ever put out like our full names or anything like that um, out there, but I guess with like, a voice call it's whatever so yeah thanks yeah I, I appreciate you addressing that and then as a sort of unrelated follow-up question um you haven't mentioned too much about the potential ohm fork and one very vague general question that i'm curious about is if uh you know some of these different ohm forks have different uh, draws like they, they all have their different draws for right you know, to, to differentiate themselves and a lot of them go for like the super inflated APYs and whatnot and I'm just I'm more curious if you guys are planning on more of a more low-key sustainable thing maybe like a lower APY or something that has uh, something that none of us even expects or something yeah I, don't, I mean like maybe you don't have it fleshed out i'm wondering if you can give any general trajectory for more of a long-term outlook on that yeah i guess um every ohm fork has like you know like different objectives like um i think i don't know if they were called meta dao or something like that but now there's like 50 different ohm forks on the market and all of them some of them are like dgen apy and you know like those are going to die really quickly um even ohm and wonderland are struggling with their own issues spartacus is struggling with their own issues um and then there's also like a complete change in narrative like jade protocol and wonderland i think are like the two that have been like i guess leading that change um and that's like talking about these ohm forks as like an investment dao um and like I said, that's that's the purpose of cross-chain capital. Like the simplest way to describe it is as an investment DAO. But OM would allow us to like build a treasury consisting of like other assets. And that incentivizes people to bond, um, you know, because like they want the yields. And so they'll bond whatever it is, whether it's stables or CCC. Um, but that so we see both projects as essentially serving like the same purpose, but they have like different tokenomics and different ways of like incentivizing people to, you know, like invest in them um, or become part of the community. But I think I would say that like, you know, we're not going for DGen APY at all. We want something that's like sustainable. Um, we've been looking at some things with um, basically like how to avoid the issue that like Spartacus is having right now where like it dumped below their, um, you know, like their uh, backed price. And so, for example, that's what the team is looking at now is like, how do we prevent something like that from happening? Uh, like, you know, what mechanism could they impl uh, implement to prevent that? And they don't want me to talk about it because basically right now, 
we've been seeing that like projects are talking about very similar ideas and I'm sure we're all borrowing from each other. Like I'm not going to lie and say I'm not looking at other projects and seeing what they're up to to see like how we could implement it or innovate on it. Um, but that's why like we're keeping these plans kind of low key right now or the specifics of like how our own fork is going to function. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I guess Alex. Yeah. Hey man. Um, love the idea of the, um, tokenomics, like super interested in the project and the long-term potential, I guess the, uh, inflation issue in the contract was, um, pretty disruptive to the launch. Yeah. What steps are you guys taking to, um, you know, balance speed to market and assurity in, in the project so that, you know, issues in smart contracts don't, don't derail you again? Um, I'm, so, like, the, I guess the middle part of what you said, I didn't hear you clearly. Yeah. Yeah, what steps are you guys taking to prevent something like the inflation contract happening again, like balancing speed to market with assurance on the actual protocols? Yeah, so, I mean, what we have to do is essentially, like, audit everything that we do. Um, and we have, like, a few contacts for that. And they vary, I guess, in, like, how quickly they deliver or, you know, like, I guess, um, you know, like, how well they conduct these audits. Um, but that's definitely part of the plan is, like, for everything we release. That didn't happen with version 2 because we were trying to get it out as quickly as possible. But we did have other developers who looked at the contract, um, you know, it was tested multiple times to ensure that it was working and that, like, you know, the inflation bug had actually been eliminated. Um, so with version 2, that was just for the sake of expediency. But in the future, I, you know, like I 100% agree, like we have to have all of this stuff audited um, to make sure that like, you know, users don't lose their funds or that we don't get hacked, so on. So, yeah. Yeah, cheers. It's a great project. So uh, I think you guys should take your time and get a ride into the long haul. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so Coin, you can speak. Hey, how are you guys? Um, yeah, no, I just, without obviously doxing yourself or anything, I was just wondering what the backstory is of, like, Triple C. Like, is it a, a couple of friends trying to start a project or, like, uh, without getting to too much detail, like, can you tell us about your background a little bit? Have you been involved in other projects? Um, I haven't been part of any other projects, personally. I've just been, like, you know, an investor for a while. And then, you know, like, my connection to the developers essentially started like in a private group where, you know, like we just ended up becoming like close friends um, over an extensive period of time. The developers themselves, like, you know, they work for like really significant projects, not like, I'm not even talking about something, you know, like at the scale of like Wonderland or Ohm. I'm talking about working for like legitimate institutions and like private blockchain projects. And so like the main developer, for example, is like the lead architect of one of those initiatives. So he's not someone who's like an amateur developer. He's very professional. Um, and then the new team members, I can't speak for because we just added them. All I've seen is, you know, like their resumes and like they themselves have worked on a variety of projects from, you know, like NFT platforms or like some of them have even worked with like Coinbase, for example. Um, so everyone's background varies essentially. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks. Uh, can you hear me? 
Hey, yeah. Oh, sorry, Coin. I also wanted to say about CCC um, and how this idea started, I guess. We've been interested in like starting a DAO forever. Like we, we've been having this conversation for a really long time. And the issue was always kind of like, how do we find people to actually start this up? Because, you know, like me personally, I would talk to people about it and they'd be like, yeah, like that's a great idea. But they don't necessarily like want to put in the effort to build it. And so this kind of like, I don't know, I guess um, really like hastened that whole process because now we have a community, you know, that like grew pretty quickly in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, we have people contacting us constantly. Like some people are willing to volunteer, uh, whether that's like with recruiting developers or some people are quant and they want to become part of the team. Um, so starting this project was like, this was part of a conversation that we've been having for like, you know, like over a year at this point. Um, but when we saw what MCC had done and we saw also like, you know, the comparison between like Ohm and Time and we're like, oh, okay, so this is, you know, our opportunity to do something like this um, and like bootstrap that whole process, I guess. Um, so yeah, sorry, I didn't address that before, but I wanted to mention it. Um, but yeah, you can speak now. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, I was just curious um, about like, uh, have you discussed? I don't know if you heard if I heard it, but uh, like the plans for like what type of investments to make with the treasury, like uh, when, like time just purchased a bunch of like convex, um, like yeah, similar strategies like that, or is there maybe like uh, is there possibilities for more complex like urine type of strategies um i mean like yeah we can get into yield farming like pretty much the way i think of it is like um like what we have now and what we're building is going to allow us to pursue multiple strategies it's not going to be like one specific thing like i mentioned like seed ido like that's one form in, of investing that is completely different from trading or from yield farming um, so there's like multiple strategies that we can pursue. Um, and I also think like, that's the benefit of a DAO is that it allows you to like kind of scale to all those different strategies, but that's, I, that's definitely part of the plan is like, you know, uh, we've been looking at convex as well. We've been looking, you know, like, um, for example, like we want to also start accumulating stables for our treasury. We don't want to stay specifically in just like spa or time. Um, even aside from that, I mean, something as simple as like accumulating like Bitcoin or Ethereum is like great for like the protocol, you know, it's like the idea essentially is that like, uh, I mean, like at the very worst is like we just have to outperform like those two assets and like the project is still doing well. But obviously we think that we can do a lot better than that. Um, so that's the goal. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Finn. You can speak now. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, so um, back to the influencer thing. I know that it's left a bad taste in our mouth, but um, yeah. have we thought about creating an influencer throughout our own CCC community? Um, yeah. I know that it's just um, this project it is, is in its infancy, but um, while you guys are working, maybe that um, influencer can at least do some couple tweets and um, at least keep the Twitter sphere aware that we are still around. Yeah. Um, the thing with working with influencers, and I'm sure everyone here knows like how complicated it can be. 
But um, we, so I guess, first of all, I'm going to say like Scrooge and Link Adam have like both been supportive of the project. And they did that, you know, like for com completely for free. We didn't reach out to them or anything. Um, but ever since we saw them tweeting about the project, um, you know, like we've been in constant communication with them. So like Scrooge will like message us like several times a week. Um, Adam, I talk to almost like every day. Um, and he's like working on a thread about the project as well. So like we want to continue supporting them just as much as they've been supporting us. Um, other influencers though, you know, like, I mean, I, I literally got this guy quoted me $40,000 up front and he has like 30,000 followers and then not only $40,000 up front, but he also wanted one ETH per day just to continue like supporting the project. And I, I quite frankly, like a lot of them have that attitude. And um, so that's kind of like the difficulty of like finding influencers to work with because it's not like we don't really have, it's not an equal exchange, you know, like they want like $40,000. And then the way we think of it is like, okay, that's $40,000 that is out of our treasury, which is also being taken away from the community now. And then we have to consider, like, is this actually going to be impactful? Is this actually going to help the project grow? Um, or is it going to lead to a quick pump and dump? So with working with influencers and marketing in general is like we're constantly weighing, you know, like the advantages and like disadvantages of it. But it's not as easy as just like simply throwing money at something and then expecting the price to like 2x or even or like 10x. Um, you know, there's like a lot that needs to be considered, but I mean, we have no issue working with influencers, you know, we would love if they worked with us. And I guess like my personal opinion on it, I feel like kind of what happened with cross chain capital is like, we've been trying our best to communicate, describe the vision for the project and actually portray this as a serious project. Um, not just like a quick money grab. And, but then like the sentiment that we see reflected on like Twitter, uh, Telegram, whatever is kind of like people just wanted a quick pump and then Avapay came out, uh, Etherprint or Etherprint, whatever it's called came out. And then like, you can literally see all of this stuff, you know, like on Snowtrace, how people are selling to go chase after these projects. And the narrative then became like, oh, they're all doing better than us. But now if you look at the chart for any of those projects, like they went to 20 mil or they went to 10 mil and then like all of them have dumped, you know, like 50% or more or 90%, whatever, like just as we have. Um, and I don't know, like influencers have a huge role to play in that. And then obviously the general market conditions. Um, so, you know, like we kind of got screwed um, by all of those things going on. But now our goal is to just like be a serious project and attract people that way. Um, and yeah, so. Perfect, thank you. Yeah, um, AP, you can speak AP. Yeah, just uh, touching on those other projects, uh, I just had one suggestion. Yeah. yeah, I suggest everyone in this group check out Jewel P. It is absolutely blowing up right now. Buy or have fun staying poor. Okay. Um, anyone else want to speak? Yeah. Um, so it's 5.55, I guess. Um, 
we I guess we can continue for like a little bit longer if more people want to speak, but otherwise I'm gonna cut it off at an hour. So if you wanna speak, I would say get on now. All right, Fergus. Hey, what's up, man? Hey mate. Um been following you guys for a while and you've done an incredible job over the last few weeks. Um one of the big questions, obviously it's a bit of an uncertain market at the moment. What do you personally see as the biggest hurdles or potential speed bumps for the project, especially, you know, as we approach the gnome fork? Um, is there anything that worries you going forward just on a general level or are you pretty confident in the roadmap? Um, I mean, I'm pretty confident in the roadmap. Um, for one, because I think it'll like expand our treasury tremendously. Um, it's also something that I think just inevitably will create a lot of hype. Like Ohm Forks, uh, for the most part, have been performing pretty well. Um, like most of them have, you know, like I would say probably gone up to like average like fifty hundred million dollar market cap. Um, depending on like I guess how serious their team is or whether it's just a degen project. Um, so I think adding Ohm to this um, will be significant just for like adding another utility to CCC. Um, and so like the idea is like, obviously we have control over like the bond policy. And so like the discounts are, that's something that like the team is able to like manipulate however they want. And the idea is that the bonds will be, so the discount will be higher for people who bond with CCC. And that's like, you know, like what will attract people to buy it versus using like stables for instance. Um, so that'll obviously like the one or one side of it is like that'll generate more yield for actual long-term holders since the yield comes from the buy tax. Um, the other side of it is that it's taking CCC out of circulation and then it puts it back into our treasury. And so as an investment doubt, that basically means like all of that CCC belongs to the community and then they have management over like how that's used. So it can just stay there forever if that's what people want. And it could be, who knows, like 50 billion CCC um, that's just left there forever and like no one is allowed to ever touch. Um, or we could use it for like any other purpose, like, you know, if we develop our lending product or if we partner with another lending protocol, like I mentioned, we're talking to one. So, you know, like that's another way that accumulating CCC in the treasury could be like beneficial to the project. But yeah, so like on the whole, I think it's positive. Um, but like any other projects, it's going to be like, you know, there's a lot that we need to do to like attract people. Um, but I think right now we have like a pretty decent grasp and we're like kind of laying the foundation for us to like, you know, become like a genuine investment deal right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's really helpful. And then secondly, I, I listened to Daniel's um call yesterday with regards yeah. to sushi i suppose you were probably on it too but with regard to the sushi um move and he talked about the the ecosystem that he's hoping to build you know with the decks uh he's got lending in there as well is that something that you've considered the sort of multifaceted approach over time if the treasury gets big enough to to incorporate different things yeah, I guess we have to like look at a DEX and see like how that would be beneficial to us. Uh, we talked about this weeks ago, actually. And then at the time, like our conclusion was that like it's not a priority for us um, because we don't really see how CCC would be part of that, um, specifically because of like the tax on it 
and then you know like the like um cell pressure that could come out of it and so on um it's not like an idea we're totally against we just like don't see you know why that should be a priority for us right now um but yeah like we've been keeping up with like um what daniel is doing um i think like we're kind of going in a similar direction we just have a different approach to it um but kind of the same way that like you know they've developed a whole ecosystem um that's kind of like that or it's not even it's exactly like what we're trying to do right now with like crossing capital so yeah great man thanks very much um trey i'm gonna add you hey you can speak right, can you hear me all right, good afternoon. Yeah. Um, just one really quick question. Uh, once the uh, uh, DAO is complete, uh, do you guys plan to implement some sort of investment lockup to prevent um, uh, like rebase hopping, which is kind of like a big issue right now with all of them? Yeah, so um, we've been looking at that, but we have, so like I said, I'm not going to go into specifics of what we're trying to do, but like there's multiple ways that you can deal with that issue like for example like one way would be like actually like burning like ohm or whatever and you can like implement that like into the smart contract so that it like executes like automatically um to like you know maintain the stability of the price um there's different ways of doing it um right now like that's what the team is looking at and figuring out like if something like that can actually be built but even like you know they still have to like test it and deploy it to like make sure that it actually works um yeah got it thank you um who else wants to speak um oh i was muted whoops uh it's been an hour now so i'm gonna end the call soon but i'll let like two or three more people speak if they want to get on uh life is a meme yeah, just a quick question. Do you, do you guys have any like time frames um, at all um, as far as like the, the products that y'all plan on offering? Okay, so basically, regarding the Ohm fork, like we're looking at a month for that to be complete. Um, and there's, it's honestly just like impossible to do it any faster than that because Ohm is very complex to just understand, but also it's like over 20 contracts. So simply like, forking it is very difficult and the home team i mean they kind of did that intentionally as well um but yeah so there's really no way around that it's just something that takes time but i mean i don't know for me a month isn't that long like i have enough patience for that um so yeah but yeah it's the work has already started we hired these developers you know like last weekend um so now we're getting like close to a week that it's been worked on but we're looking at like early january for the launch of it yeah, but we'll keep people updated and let them know like how progress has been made. Um, the GitHub will be live soon, so then people can track progress there as well. Um, but yeah. Okay, no, that's cool. I just don't want to be checking my phone every day. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no need to do that. But yeah. Um, so Jay Brown, I'm gonna add you as a speaker, and then after, so after you, I'll allow I guess one more speaker, and then we'll end it. But yeah, hey, what's up? Uh, just real quick, so you talked about influencers, and I know there's one uh, podcast I uh, kind of tune into on a regular for uh, YouTube. Uh, they call it Crypto Banter. I'm not sure if you heard of them. No, I've never heard of so them. So they have like probably like over half a million uh, viewers that tune pretty much every day. 
they're pretty reasonable as in uh they probably shouldn't ask for anything uh they'll probably give their honest review so i'm thinking once we have stuff kind of set up a game plan and something that can easily be talked and explained to folks i think there's uh a folks who definitely want to uh tag i mean half a million uh users active users uh these guys you know their their mantra is that they want to review stuff and put it up and not give it any bs and i don't think they're one of those going to be like those uh influencers that's you know asking you for one crypto these guys are like millionaires or billionaires uh that are actually doing this <laughs> uh, they made it really big right. in crypto and you know they just wanted to give back to the community i mean like pretty much every day they're giving away money and stuff you know to the different folks on their channel to help you know like somebody do an operation for the kid or something like that so this is a huge right. following and i think if we look yeah. back at the uh the influencers they'll probably be really good we'll get uh crypto banter on youtube and I'll post, I'll yeah um too. yeah i'll look them up but i guess i don't think um, we're, I don't think we're ready for prime time with them yet is what i'm getting at but they will probably yeah no i understand yeah um so i guess like you know like regarding working with influencers too and um I guess like the general like direction of the project and like how people are going to like come to understand this is like there's you know like many aspects to that and we're trying to tackle all of them but then it also like these things also come with like the progress of the project right so like i mentioned cool. seed idea and i kind of mentioned this at the start of the meeting as well um where someone asked you know like if we're going to be like partnering with avix or whatever but that's so this is the thing is just like inevitably if the new product launches other teams aren't going to look at us and just be like oh yeah like we'll work with you you know like without like some sense of trust um and especially for like a new project in the space it's like you know there's so many rugs that are happening like in crypto all the time um so already like people are a little bit skeptical but like those things are going to come with time as like we launch more products um and that they see that like we have been here like continuously and like consistently building then i'm like absolutely certain that there's going to be people who are going to like be open to partnering with us but like ccc has just like so many things that like we can accomplish and that we can build but i think like marketing it as like a essentially like a decentralized fund that's something that like even like a complete like newcomer to crypto can understand because I mean any adult who's working that's the key and, right dude. Yeah, like yeah. any adult who's working like they they have like, you know, maybe, you know, like uh have invested in a mutual fund or they have like, you know, a pension, 401k, whatever. So like these ideas aren't completely foreign to them. And now if you can like market it to them as something like, okay, well now you have the option of like investing in kind of like this emerging tech, you know, like this industry that's going to like boom and be like you know most likely even more like significant than like the original like or like larger than the dot-com bubble you know it's like there's so much growth that is going to happen because of blockchain and how it's going to like revolutionize other industries and so like people naturally are going to want to be part of that and ccc is offering them a way to be part of that you know like without having to do all that research on their own without having to buy like 10 tokens and like you know be anxious about whether like they've made the right decision and so on so i you know like i definitely think it's something that we can like market to retail even 
and then even to like more serious players in the blockchain space. But it's just it's just gonna take time to build all of that and to like gain that legitimacy. So, so real yeah. quick, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys talked about it before, but I just wanted to touch base here because I kind of joined us a little bit later. But apologies for that. But uh, the different like NFT games and uh, getting into uh, you know IDOs. Uh, are you guys gonna create like a team that just focuses on that? Yeah, definitely. We're gonna have to do that. Like, I already feel overwhelmed with all the stuff that's going on right yeah, now. I figure, yeah, just too much for one. You know, little. It, 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 you guys got to have multiple teams that are just focused on one thing because you don't want to exactly. do something half half. You yeah, want exactly. focusing on just one thing and become really good at that one thing. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely part of our plan, and like we want to hire people to do that. But like I've been saying as well to people, like if you have particular skills um and you you know like you think you have something to offer to the team like we welcome anyone at this point um you know like it's yeah it's like we want to work with anyone who's like capable um we don't have any reservations about adding people to our team um so yeah if you have those skills like feel free to reach out feel free to reach out about like anything honestly it's like if you have connections to an influencer and you know like you think they would be willing to like work with us you know, like then just reach out um, or if there's like channels that you want us to check out on YouTube, like, you know, we're willing to like listen to all of that. But that's, you know, like an investment DAO. It's like essentially like crowdsourced, you know, like learning and development. And so it's like everyone has a role to play. Um, so, you know, like we're always going to be open. Just, you know, like feel free to DM us, preferably on Discord. But yeah, so um, but yeah, I guess we'll wrap up there um and we'll schedule another call for next week um i'm thinking most likely monday or wednesday and i'll put up a poll so people can vote and decide what time is best um just because of the time zone difference i'm thinking it's probably best to stagger them um so that way like everyone has a chance to be part of the call like each week um but yeah, so I'll add um, Galactic now. And then, all right, after Galactic, that's it. We're ending the call. Hey, what's up, man? And in terms of differentiation, I mean, I love the idea of setting up an own port uh, in order to have another way to build the treasury. Um, given that there's already a dominant own fork on AVAX, you know, how do you uh, differentiate and attract capital in? the ccc own fork as opposed to wonderland which is very well known yeah i mean i think like the market has its own way of settling those things and i don't think like in crypto i think we saw the past few weeks how like people definitely lack loyalty to projects they just go like wherever they think they're gonna get like you know like the best return on their investment or whoever has like the most degen like you know like yield um but I, I don't necessarily see us as like competing with time, for example, it's like we're invested in time right now. Um, there's also like partnerships between those projects, like, you know, time is also invested in Ohm. But I think the distinction for us is going to be that like, you know, we're starting off as an investment DAO, whereas like time d hasn't really been doing that yet. They've just been like building up their treasury. And so I kind of think it's going to depend you know, obviously, just like on the market in general, people are going to make their own decisions and see where they get the best return. And obviously, a project with a lower market cap um, is, you know, has like more potential for growth. So that's one aspect of it. But I think the main aspect um, and the one that like we need to focus on, like as a team is going to be just like, 
actually, you know, like, um, like essentially becoming like an investment down immediately and like putting the treasury to work. And that's what will allow people to like, see like the purpose, you know, like of the fork and also like the vision of the project overall. Um, but yeah, it's going to be like essentially like a distinction, like, you know, based on ideas, not necessarily like code. So yeah, but, um, all right. So I guess that's it. Um, but yeah, so next week we'll have another call and then I'll put up a poll on Twitter and we'll decide from there uh, what time it's going to be. Um, and I'm guessing Monday or Wednesday. So yeah. But all right. Thanks everyone for joining. Thanks for asking questions and I'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. This was Cross Chain Capital's community call recorded on Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back, doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debate and great methods amazed to play inception the base stay blessed see even with these huge sums of overall royalties huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks leaving only some portion of that for the actual how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension, might be worth a little mention, living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish, Ah shit, now you only got two left, you know what I wish, we didn't have any loose ends, you know what I miss, listening to excuses, now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose, that's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog like a fake mate and call at the zoo it's looking like the viewers getting disappointed too i'm working on the new shit trying to produce it. it's what i'm willing to go through when i'm making my music